0: Fight for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello from an undisclosed location somewhere in North America. This is your weekly Truth Be Told Minuteman report. And this is Robert Hensley, your Truth Be Told Minuteman Hope everyone is having a great, uh, I guess, a great week. It just started, huh? It's Monday. So I hope you got a great weekend, and hope your week is off to a great start. Um, so uh, first and foremost, thank you so much for sticking with me. It's uh, Today marks our 75th episode of Truth Be Told, Minuteman. Um, that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> We've covered a lot of really fun topics. Um, I've really enjoyed this. Um, So, yeah, 75, big milestone. Can't wait to reach 100. Hopefully, we'll reach, um, I mean, I don't think we'll reach 100 episodes by the end of the year, but, you know, soon, soon. Um, Okay, so today's episode, we're talking a little bit about, not a little bit of talking everything about uh, Hammurabi's law or the code of Hammurabi. So, um, if you're not, if you're like, oh, I've kind of heard of this, I kind of think I know what this is. If you've ever heard an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, that comes from the code of Hammurabi, right? So Hammurabi was a king who ruled ancient Mesopotamia. Um, And sometime around 1700 BC, um, that's 1700 years before the birth of Christ, in case you need me to help you with the math there, Uh, (laughs) um, he um, kind of compiled... This code, this legal code, um, that uh, he didn't make it up all by himself. Um, A lot of it is actually kind of a compilation and a revision of certain uh, earlier codes or laws from like the Sumerians and the Akkadians. Um, But he, uh, Hammurabi kind of put his spin on things. Um, And so this kind of code um, was basically, it was kind of, um, it set a legal standard um, that uh, really has kind of stood the test of time um, these laws then went on to be adopted by other civilizations um, and uh, his code covered everything from um, justice in general uh, property law um, irrigation trade, uh, family personal injury physicians and malpractice Uh, building codes, um, and even property and wage regulations. So, like, this guy was literally writing laws about a minimum wage um, almost 2,000 years before uh, Jesus Christ ever came into the picture, right? So um, so this is, you know... uh, I think it was kind of pretty progressive stuff for the time, or at least I'm assuming it it was. Uh, So so what I wanted to do is I wanted to kind of look through the codes and kind of talk to you guys a little bit about what, um, you know, what they were talking about um, at that point in time and where we get some of our, uh, you know, some of our laws are based on these codes. Um, So now – Here's the stuff that we've all heard, right? The eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. So that's all considered uh, part of the personal injury codex. Um, And so rule 195 is that if a son were to strike his father, they would cut off the son's hand. Um, If a man destroys the eye of another man, they shall destroy his eye. Uh, And if he breaks another man's bone, then they shall break his bone. If he destroys the... Again, here's where it gets weird, right? So when they say a man strikes or destroys another man's that means a master someone who is has status in society a businessman a slave owner um, a property owner uh, because everyone else um was either a plebeian right which are the commoners or the slaves or there were freemen who were um just slightly under the plebeians. Um, and those were people who used to be slaves, but were now free. But, um, so yeah, so if, if you broke another master's, uh, eye or bone, uh, or took out his tooth, then they would have to knock out your tooth or take your eye or break your bone. Uh, but if this was where you, a master were to, uh, harm a plebeian, um, then you would have to pay a certain, uh, they call it a mina a one mina m-i-n-a mina mina of silver um and if you did something to uh if you broke another man's slave you had to pay for half of a new slave uh, <laughs> um and uh, and there's all this stuff about like if you happen to like you know hit a woman and cause a miscarriage then you had to pay certain um like they put a value on the price of the child that was miscarried, um, and uh, and in some cases, of course, um, in a lot of cases in this co- in in the whole thing, uh, there are a lot of things that could, you know, you could be put to death for just about anything. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, and like if you're uh, physicians and malpractices, like there's one like if you if you're operating on a man and he dies. Um, or you destroy his, you know, his health. Um, they just cut off your hand. No big deal. Um, same thing, uh, you know, um, when they're talking about um, where, where was the other one? Oh. Um, Oh, no, 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 Yeah, like, uh, oh, um, some of this other stuff was, uh, like, property and the wage stuff. That was the stuff that I really was, thought was really interesting. So there were all of these rules about, like, if you borrowed or hired an ox or a donkey um, and, say, you have this animal and then a lion comes across the field and kills the animal, um, that loss falls on the owner. It's not your fault. That was just the, the yeah. The, the owner can't come back on you for the loss of their animal. Um, however, if you uh, are the cause of the death of the animal, then you have to restore animal for animal at your own expense. Um, and, if, and if it's an act of God and it just dies and it wasn't you, you had to go to a magistrate and file an affidavit and then you would be free to go. Um, but this is where they were talking about, um, so minimum wage. So if a man hires a field laborer, he must pay him eight gur of grain per year. If you hire a herdsman, you have to pay him six gur of grains per year. If a man hires an ox to thresh, 20 sila of grain is his daily hire. Um, and, uh, oh, and this I thought this was really interesting, was um, if you have a slave and the slave says to you, you are not my master the slave must be brought into court and the master shall cut off his ear. Right. And this slavery thing was, um, it was, it was a form of commerce because there's a law here. I can't find it exactly. I should have, I should have highlighted it. But, um, if a man goes into debt, he, he has the right to sell his wife, his daughter, and, or his son, uh, to cover the cost of the debt for three years. And then after working for three years as indentured servants, then they would be given their freedom. The the person who bought them to cover the debt had to give them their freedom. So then, uh, the wife and the children became freemen, um, rather than citizens. So that's a little, little screwy. Um, (laughs) and, um, Oh, like if you're, you know, they have these rules about like uh, buildings, like if you were a builder of houses uh, and you built a house for a man and do not make the construction sound and the house collapses and or causes the death of the owner, uh, the builder, y- you would die. They'd just put you to death. Same as murder. Um, but if the builder builds a house and does not make the construction sound and a wall cracks or there is any... Uh, issue within the construction the builder must strengthen that wall and make repairs at his own expense which i thought was you know some of this is just kind of logical you know the fact that they had to write it down as, as a codex but again if you don't write it down um oh and there's this thing where if you are um you know uh, if you're a uh, a merchant an agent a seller and you take people's goods or, uh, or, or grain, um, to sell for them, you have to keep receipts. If you don't keep receipts, then they don't have to pay you any commission. So there was this, um, so kind of like responsibility and liability law was kind of included in there as well. Um, there were laws, again, this is 1700 BC and they've got laws about divorce. So like if a wife is caught lying with another man, um, they'll bind them and then throw them into the river. But if the husband loves his wife and wants to spare her, they will drown one of his slaves. Um, And if a man has uh, ravished another, another's betrothed wife who was a virgin and still living in her father's house. So basically if you rape a girl um, and you're caught in the act, the man gets put to death. Um, However, the woman would go free right? Um, and if a man accuses his wife uh, that she's been cheating but he has no proof uh, she basically just has to take an oath in the name of God and go home. Um, she, he's, she's returned to the to the man's house. house. Um, and if a man wishes to divorce his wife um, because she hasn't borne him children then he has to repay to her um, her value as a wife including the dowry that her father gave him Um, and, uh, so she's basically set up as a free woman at that point. Um, and, uh, you know, if a man, uh, decides that he's going to, he wants to marry a girl and he goes to her father and he's going to pay, and he's going to pay the, the marriage fee to the father of the, of the girl. Um, but then he looks and sees another woman that he likes better all he has to do is say, "I will not marry your daughter," and the father, the potential father-in-law, gets to keep whatever the guy brought him, um, and the other guy is free to marry the other person. A lot of the, a lot of really interesting little things like that. Um, but I thought what was really cool too was that <laughs> the first, the first part of this code, um, really deals with with justice. So if a man brings an accusation against another man, charging him with murder, but cannot prove it the accuser is put to death. So if you can't prove um, that the other person actually did commit a murder, then you're kind of screwed, so you kept your mouth shut. Um, (laughs) If a man has accused another of laying a spell upon him, but has not proved it, then the accused uh, is taken to the sacred river and he shall be plunged into the river. And if the river kills him, if he drowns, then his accuser gets to take all the pos- gets to claim the man's possessions however if the sacred river does not kill the man and the man is proven innocent then um the other guy is put to death <laughs> um oh uh, let's see what else here there was some really fun ones here um Oh, and if a man bears false witness in a case and does, or does not establish the testimony that he is given, and if that case is involving life, that man is put to death. So anything that's really, you know, that's that's a, that could lead to the death of another person if you lie, if you found out that you don't do, they just kill you. Um, and if a man bears false, false witness concerning grain or money, he himself shall bear the penalty imposed in the case. Um Oh, and this was really cool, too. I liked this, too. So, you know, the idea of judges being not above the law. So if a judge pronounces judgment, renders a decision, delivers a verdict duly signed and sealed, but then afterward alters his judgment, the citizens shall call the judge to account for the alteration of the judgment, which he's pronounced, and he shall pay twelvefold the penalty of the judgment, and the assembly shall expel him from his judgment seat. So, yeah, for just as long as there have been courts and trials and judgment, there have been disbarments. Good to know. <laughs> anyway, so it's re- the Code of Hammurabi is actually really interesting to look at just in terms of how ahead of its time, or maybe it wasn't. I mean, it, it was you know contemporary then. And some of these rulings still feel like they kind of fit now in some ways um maybe not the eye for an eye thing but um could you imagine how much faster things would move in our court system if that was just you know oh you murdered his brother great now he gets to kill your brother like oh you did this great they get to do that like (laughs) in and out um but yeah i don't know uh so Again, thank you so much for sticking around for Minuteman for 75 episodes. I'm so excited. That's such a great number. 75 episodes of short-form content for Truth Be Told. I'm really excited. And, um, yeah, hope you'll join us next week for another live episode of Truth Be Told Minuteman Report here um, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 Eastern. Remember Bonnie Burkhart, Truth Be Told Transformations, every Wednesday, same time, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 Eastern. And, you know, just... So there's no confusion. Bonnie's show is um, an hour long live and she talks with yogis and people who are into crystals. And so all of the kind of mysticism, metaphysical kind of stuff, that's Bonnie's show. Uh, And then Tony, you know, the original truth be told, uh, where we talk about everything from true crime to aliens to cryptozoology to conspiracy theory to um, ancient history and mysteries and all that stuff the paranormal um every friday 3 p.m pacific 6 eastern for tony's show and uh if you need more information or want more information about what's coming up uh, on tony's show or to get a little more information about tony uh bonnie or myself please visit us online at www.truthbetoldworldwide.com Uh, If there's a particular story or if you've got a hot tip, something you want us to look into or you want me to look into specifically to uh, kind of talk about on one of our Monday shorts, uh, email me at reportminuteman at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys. Love getting the opportunity to uh, look into stuff that I hadn't thought of myself. And um, yeah, until next time, stay true.